Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today are Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Buonasera. How are you guys doing today? Oh, you know, doing great. Um, feeling a little tired, but I think that might be just because I had like a like a, a weird sleep last night. Not as weird as you, though, Daniel. No, I had, I had a very weird and sleep And we were last definitely going to get to that, but yeah. I just had like a bit of a rocky sleep, but yeah, I think I'll be fine in a bit. You had a rocky sleep? Was somebody beating you up in your sleep? Someone was beating hey, me up. Shit, my, what's I, up? I'm glad you got the, <laughs> what I was trying to say. Okay, just making yes. sure. It's funny. We all had like trashy sleeps. Yeah, trash, usually you know, the I, day before, you know, I we slept record. in trash. Oh, why yeah. did you do that? I don't the grouch? <laughs> um, what was wrong with your sleep, Anthony? I don't know. I just didn't sleep as well as I wanted. You know, that's that's a good. That's fair. That's yeah. a fair assessment. Yeah, I don't. I, I like. I, I don't. I've been having a lot of weird dreams lately, and every again, ever since watching Doctor Strange, I feel like is this just another <laughs> version of me in some reality that has to deal with this? Mm-hmm. So, like last night, I had a dream that the three of us were at a movie theater. I feel like we were in, maybe in Seattle because I was thinking about like The Last of Us a lot. Um, but we were watching Planet of the Apes, right? As one does when there's no Planet of the Apes movie. Um, but as the movie was going on, at a certain moment of the movie, it turned out that this was actually a coordinated attack on humanity from these monkeys or these apes. And they all started attacking. All of a sudden, there were monkeys behind every single person in the theater. And they started attacking them at this specific moment in the dream. And it was really scary. And then it was us just trying to escape the whole time. And like things are, exp- I don't know why things were exploding, but it was just like craziness. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I don't, I don't know what, where to go from here. I told, I told Daniel that that is one of the symptoms of monkeypox. So he's probably got it. I, I, it could be, it could be. I don't know. I don't know what to, what to say, or I just needed to tell somebody this. When I heard this dream, I, I was a little like, man, this, what a, what a crazy idea for a movie about a monkey monkeys you're watching monkeys take over the world and then they actually take over the world yeah, yeah. Right. like that was their plan these are very smart monkeys in my dream that's a that's a really cool that's movie like the, that's like the opening to the next planet of the apes yes. film where they're yeah. trying to make it super meta like oh wow we just watched planet of the apes they come out and the world is being taken over by apes by apes. yeah so it just it was just really strange so i woke up this, and it was one of those like usually when i have a dream or a nightmare I would wake up and it's like time to go. It's like six or seven in the morning. I'm like waking up for the day, but I woke up and it was like three o'clock. So I looked at my phone and it was like, I had a message from you like the hour previous to that from, from, from you, Shay. And I was just like, what just, why did this dream have to, this was the first double feature dream. Like why did this dream have to play this first? This started off and was this a dream or a nightmare for you? Yeah. Honestly, like it felt like a nightmare waking up from it. Yeah. But it was also, I remember waking up and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to think this is really stupid in the morning because everything's scarier. I'm glad, I'm glad you still retained it though. Yeah. I'm, I, I literally, I was thinking like, should I write this down? I'm like, no, I think I'll remember this. But yeah. luckily uh, there's do probably you, more stuff that happens. Do you remember too. your dreams? I try to. Yeah, I'd say like a good chunk of the time. Yes, I do remember them. Like enough to kind of be like, "Yo, guys, this just happened." But last night was nothing special. No, did you have a dream last night? I'm sure I did, but they weren't enough to like yeah. retain. They were like, Anthony we got to memorize. Anthony doesn't dream. Anthony does dream. Anthony's like, I "What does it like to have dreams?" Yeah, Anthony's the only one. <laughs> I know universe. I dream, but I just don't. You don't remember, remember them? them? Yeah, oh. that's sad. Well, it's weird. What can eh? you do? Oh, yeah, weird is what I was gonna say. That, yeah, that's weird, weird is weird is the word. <laughs> no, I'm know that you dream but never remember it. That's a little... what can you do, man? What can you do? Well, I'll tell you what you could do. You could listen to a brand new episode of the movie podcast 
every single Monday. And watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all of the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. We've had a lot of episodes go live in the last couple of weeks. And this week, I feel like we're going to break our record of how many episodes we're going to try and give you guys before you're just absolutely tired of us. How many us. episodes we can add in one day? How many? <laughs> we're going to we're gonna drop seven episodes in one day. No, we're not going to do that. Damn. But this is going to be another busy week for us. We've had a lot of great opportunities to watch some great movies, watch some great shows, um, and talk to some really cool people. So throughout this week, you'll be able to see all of our interviews and reviews and discussions go live on the feed, uh, including our interview with... Angus McLean, Galen Sussman, and Michael Giacchino uh, of Lightyear, which is a brand new film coming out this week. And I also want to say thank you again to everyone listening to the show who entered into our Buzz Lightyear giveaway uh, to see the film. And thank you again to our friends at Disney for working with us on that giveaway for a chance to win. Uh, what else is going on this week, Shay? Anything else? Anything else that I'm missing right now? Merch? Things like that? Merch is definitely one of those things that I think you're missing right now. Yeah. Um, on top of that, we were going to have some more interviews this week. Yeah. But I don't know. Can we say... I feel like you know what? Let's let's leave it to some. Let's leave it to uh, the monkeys. The monkeys. <laughs> leave it. Leave it for the monkeys. No. Let's uh, let's build some suspense towards. We'll build it. some suspense. Yeah, because yeah. I think there's some really cool ones that we have coming up that maybe we'll um, we'll just surprise drop and just surprise get everyone uh, really Beyonce excited. Well, Beyonce. It's not Beyonce though. Oh, it's not Beyonce. It's not Beyonce. It's not Beyonce. No, it's not Beyonce. I'm gonna yeah. clear these questions. Yeah. I had. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, please, uh, if you're listening to this episode as soon as it drops, thank you so much. Uh, later today, or what day is it today? Today is June 13th, the day you're listening to this. Yes. Uh, Monday the 13th. <laughs> Monday the 13th. Scariest day in the world. Scariest day. Uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern time today, you'll be able to check out our review of Lightyear on the movie podcast feed on YouTube. Everywhere you listen to our show will be available. Later this week, you could check out a review for Spiderhead. Well, I'm sure we'll have our Obi-Wan Kenobi discussion as well, too, and a lot more stuff oh happening. Gosh, so. yeah, we have a lot of stuff. There's too much happening this week. Yeah, too We're lucky that Miss Marvel episode 2, we already saw it and reviewed it, so yes. yeah, we don't have to worry about So that. we're just playing catch-up. So now, yeah. next week, we'll only have 10 episodes instead yes. of 30 that we're going to exactly. drop this week. Uh, no, luckily, uh, it's all great stuff coming, so we're, we're really excited to share it all with you. But without further ado, let's get into the news. Do-do-do-do-do! I'm so excited to talk about The Last of Us because it's been it's been a while. There's been you know there's been rumors. There's been spores in the air. Oh God! Um, <laughs> hinting at is this remake real? Is this happening? And then of course we had a little bit of a, a little bit of a leak earlier in the day on, on the PlayStation website with it going a bit live early. But let's talk about the growing future of The Last of Us. This is coming directly from the PlayStation blog. Whether you're here following our Summer Game Fest announcements or just catching up on the latest news from the studio, we're excited to share what's in store for the future of The Last of Us. Many of you have expressed how strongly The Last of Us series resonates with you, and we're humbled by the community's outpouring of passion and excitement towards the series' growing and evolving world and characters. Now, we uh, at Summer Games Fest and Jeff Keighley's event, we did see a few different announcements from Naughty Dog. And I think that was more than what we thought. I think I thought we were just going to get a trailer drop for the remake and then that was it. But they actually came with a lot of good. So the first thing we'll talk about, standalone multiplayer. So it's no surprise when Last of Us Part Two came out, 
we didn't have factions. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a, a, a multiplayer component to that game, which we loved from the first game. So, uh, what was said in the PlayStation blog here, it's no secret that many of you are not only drawn to the Last of Us stories, but also the game's original factions multiplayer. Since the Last of Us factions released almost a decade ago, oh my god, dedicated players have been vocal about an expansion upon that offering. We aim to make our newest entry into multiplayer inviting to new players, while still a thrilling challenge for more of our seasoned fans. There will be more news to come next year, and we cannot wait to introduce you to the team behind this new experience. So we're going to have to wait about a year to see some more, but we did see concept footage. Uh, Shay, how did you feel about the announcement or the official, I guess, confirmation of there is this new experience coming for The Last of Us? It's not a it's not a main campaign, but it is a very much expanded multiplayer. It definitely gave me vibes of when... Naughty Dog was working on DLC for Uncharted 4, and they said, okay, cool, we're going to have this, like, you know, like, couple hours of <laughs> DLC, expansion. and then it'll be a part of the Seasons Pass, and then it became this whole thing of, like, well, we started one way, and then we kind of got lost, and then we made a giant game on top of that. And this kind of feels very similar in the vein of, like, we started with a multiplayer, but then we discovered that there's so much we can tell here. And it kind of feels like the standalone multiplayer will have a lot of story elements to it as well. And it looks really cool from the picture that we saw, just the concept art. Um, but I I have this weird feeling that it's just going to involve a lot of great crafting, a lot of great um, hiding skills. Obviously, zombies will be a part of this world, too, but you're facing off against other factions, so... I think it's going to be very, very cool. I, w- I want to see this, like, you know, it's probably going to be a, a games as a service, right? Yeah, so PlayStation did announce that they are going to be having a few different, like, games as a service uh, dropping next yeah. year. Um, with I think within the first or second quarter, and I'm assuming this is going to be one of them because right. the whole the whole thing with The Last of Us and I think what PlayStation has been doing is that they're really trying to expand their IPs. Obviously, a couple weeks ago, we spoke about, you know, God of War on Prime and horizon on netflix they are trying to get these characters into the mind share of people outside of just the world of playstation right so i think the multiplayer is a great way of uh, yeah of it, doing it, that. it just was, seems cool was the multiplayer teased before like I, I don't know i'm just flashing back to yes when this game came out that i remember seeing multiplayer but i guess it never came out so we never we haven't seen it yet but neil Druckmann, well, they, like they talked about they it. talked about it so it, was, it was, was told that it wasn't going to be in part two but okay. they were working on a separate right. release for it. Okay. Yeah. But like Uncharted had a really fun multiplayer. And I think uh, especially with Uncharted 4, then with Last of Us, I think has some of the greatest gameplay, greatest feeling gameplay of all time. 100%. Like I just want to, I would love to have a world where I'm going back and like playing with that, but keeping the experience fresh as well too, right? 100%. Yeah. Are you excited for this, Anthony? Um, I'm not a big multiplayer person, so... I'm excited for you guys because I know you guys are playing. <laughs> Maybe I'll join you. Uh, yeah, and it's third it person out. too because I know you don't like first person stuff. Hopefully, well, I'm assuming it's third person. But uh, I would assume it's third yeah. person. Yeah. But yeah, that, that why not? Yeah. I mean, yes, I am excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 I think for myself, like there's very few like multiplayer games that I kind of continuously go back to. Um, but if it's something within a world that I'm I love, then I think I think that will help me to want to come back to it. No, right? it's and true. It's, it's naughty dog. It's true. Uh, the next thing that they showed off the Last of Us HBO series from the onset, the original vision for the Last of Us story was cinematic and character driven, and HBO enthusiastically continued the spirit of that version of that same vision to bring the story to the TV screens worldwide. Helmed by Craig Mazin, creator and writer of Chernobyl, in tandem with executive producer 
Car- uh, Caroline Strauss and Neil Druckmann, the incredible cast and crew strove to ensure a faithful retelling of the story and its in- uh, intricately detailed worlds. The worlds of video games and television continue to overlap as Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker, Ellie and Joel, in-game actors respectively, join the cast in major roles, which I thought was really cool. I wonder who they're playing. Clickers. They're, think they're playing clickers? <laughs> I, Is I, that a major roles, though? I feel like it'll clickers be like... Major. But, like, a, are there going to be a clicker that continuously chases them in the, yeah, throughout the show? Just one name. evil clicker. And he talks. He's pulling out shivs from his neck. Yeah. I think I think it'll be, like, like I, I can imagine Ashley Johnson playing, like, Ellie's mom or something. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I don't know if Troy Baker would play the dad, but, like, I could see something like that. Maybe flashbacks or in some sort of capacity. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I can see that. Yeah. That, that makes sense. We got our first look, too. So, we had the, the picture come out. And it was very dark, and it was just um, it was Joel and Ellie, Pedro Pascal, and yeah. Bella Ramsey hiding. And then you know the sleuths of the internet were like, "Yeah, let's turn up enhance enhance." <laughs> and they were like, "Oh God, there's a giant clicker behind them!" Right. I know how scary these clickers and the infected are in the games. I am terrified to see what they look like in real. They're, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be horrifying in the game and in the movie. Sorry, in the show. Whoa, in the show. How many things are there? <laughs> the, the just the game. show. Just the <laughs> show. The just game. the show. Um. When do you think we're see- when do you think this is going to actually happen? When when are we seeing this? This like, is like the sh- the show premiere yeah. or like a tease like a trailer. Or I think we'll get a teaser this year. I have, I have a feeling we'll get. Well, I think we have to get a teaser this year. Maybe September on a, maybe on um, Last of Us Day in September. Yeah, we'll get our first look at that. Um, when do you think the premiere is? I'm gonna say they just you, wrapped you, filming. You just by the said way, there's a teaser in the fall. Yeah. Oh man, I was gonna say like. We're gonna watch this by November, December. Oh, well, no, I think no. it's confirmed for next year, though. Is it confirmed? Confirmed, confirmed? for next it's year. Confirmed yeah. next year, yeah. So probably March. I yeah. was gonna say March as well. March, March to May is kind of where I'm sitting, sitting with it. Yeah, yeah. HBO usually has like when I think of like some of their spookier things that have come out. Like March is a good spot for it, and I think the last the last of us dropping in March would be a good a good spot for that. Show. I think so too. I can't wait for this. Like, I think Pedro Pascal is going to be so good as Joel uh, yeah. and Bella Ramsey as well, too. How many seasons do you think this this series will go? Oh, man. Because we know the story of Joel yeah. and Ellie. So what? Where, where do you think this season starts and ends? Well, I think this season is going to end. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, honestly, I think the season is going to end where the game first game ends, right? Okay. You would think... Yeah. Unless unless it's really spaced out and we're like, oh, we're not even going to get to the hospital until season two, which I don't think they'll do. I think the first season nah, will be the th- first game. I think it'll be the first game, yeah. But I think there's so much opportunity because how much? What is the the year the gap between um, one and two? Is it five years, six years, something like that? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of room there to tell these stories as well too you know and you know kind of get them to jackson and get them talking and introducing these other characters like like dina and all these other characters from the, from the show getting right? um dina's uh, boyfriend's name that's what i literally was about to look up too oh man <laughs> it is it's it's literally me. it's right on the tip of it's my it's like it's like i see the name right there like jesse that's it i'm jesse, like i'm like, yeah. I'm like james yeah yeah, Jesse. but there's a, there's a lot of opportunities to introduce these characters and let them grow before we get to the events of The Last of Us Part Two, which I'm assuming this show will eventually want to cover. Right? I would hope so. I'm excited, yeah. man! Oh my gosh, yeah. it's so cool. And then finally, the last big announcement of the day: The Last of Us Part One. The Last of Us released almost a decade ago, which is crazy to think because I remember going to the store to buy that game. Yep, and just. 
it doesn't feel like that was 10 years ago uh-uh. almost, which is weird almost a decade a decade ago on the playstation 3 console and it left an uh undeniable mark on the studio and when what is that sort of indelible indelible mark on the studio i'm sorry i was reading that fast joel and ellie's story continues to be a powerfully evocative with players worldwide and we're humbled by these characters continue uh, we're humbled by these characters uh continue to leave an impression with leaps in technology and hardware that allows us to push the limits of the visual fidelity and interactivity we're thrilled to announce this complete remake of the last of us releasing september 2nd 2022 for playstation 5 console and in development for pc Another PC game, another PlayStation game coming to PC, which is no surprise, which is great. Getting more audiences in this. How are we feeling about? I, first of all, I love that they're adding part one to this because uh-huh. it's making it feel like this more cohesive between one and two. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to get the gameplay of two now available in one, Anthony, how are you feeling about doing this? And are you excited to jump back to this world again? Yeah, with the graphics alone, they've taken the engine that they've used for part two and implemented it into part one, uh-huh. which they did a you know before and after type of thing and it looks so much different they look like real so people now <laughs> it's crazy so any and that game was great yeah on its own yeah and what we've seen with this remaster or with this revision of, of uh, part one it's like blowing blowing you out of the water man it's crazy it's nuts especially the fact that it's in real time now like yeah. those cutscenes. yeah um but i i wasn't can i was i didn't play the game right away i played the remastered version mm-hmm. which came out for i think ps4 ps4 the year later yeah yes. which i think a, a lot of people played that way too i was right? a little hesitant to get into last of us because it was the zombie game and i was i was scared to play it in a sense like i just <laughs> not scared that i was frightened but like i didn't want to play a game where it was so challenging that it wasn't gonna have fun but, right um until you guys said you, you know you should play it and you should, it's it's not what you think it is and that's when i the remaster and that was about i want to say four years ago that i played and yeah. now they're remastering again but even better um i wish it was just a included bundle yeah with my remaster <laughs> now i have to buy it again <laughs> right yeah. i when it when it comes to games like this i think at least we're so used to a certain quality of naughty dog that even when i'm like whenever we're done playing like a playstation studios game or even just like a naughty dog game in general like i find it so hard to just pick up another game because i'm like man like you want that that same polish. type of polish and experience right uh this looks amazing like when when they showed this trailer off and it looks the way you remember it looking and then you actually see what it actually looked like back in the day and you're just like oh my god like yeah. it's like it looks that's how you want art style altogether yeah. you know like the, the art style from the last of us part two gave it a bit more of a grounded no pun intended look right like where it just felt like the, the shading of the characters were more about realism this almost this guerrilla warfare style look that they had whereas the first game it was very like cell shaded a little bit like there was elements of i had, this a, I had a stylized little bit you know? yeah. yeah so it's nice to see that now the dna looks the exact same from part one to part two yeah and it's amazing the technology they use to capture their animation because they didn't have to go and recapture their their acting. No, right. right? So they they developed a program where it was able to capture what they did in the original and put it into the the the, the updated uh, that did engine and everything, right? Which is you know it's a lot of work to when you really think about it. It is, yeah. It's not like something that you could just press a button to. Do. Yeah, it's not like, and, and I think that's the thing. You know, when you, when you see like whatever negativity come out whenever there's some type of an announcement i think people assume that it's like oh right click and you know save as ps5 and it's like it's not no. 
that is not how game development works and game development is so expensive so it's like especially when you look at the caliber of naughty dog it's like that doesn't just happen you know what i mean like even this remake this probably took them years to to work on and to finish and to polish and make sure it's going to live up to that caliber now with part one officially being announced for ps5 there's no way in hell part two staying on ps4 right no we got to get part two gotta, on PS5 we got, we eventually. We got to get part two on PS5. Yeah, a director's cut or something. Do you think... So, I would love to see, like, a director's cut with, like, Tommy DLC. Like, um, imagine, like, we get, like, a story where it's, like, Tommy from uh, Jackson going to Seattle. And we got to get that, that in-between time, what right? happening, yeah. We get him with Jesse and then him going up against uh, Abby as well, too. Like, yep. there's a lot you could do there. Or even if it's just, uh, you know what? Now here's a PS5 version available. I'd be cool with that, too. Just because I want the haptics. I want the fast loading. I want all of the the goodies that come with being on the ps5 right? I, was, yeah. I was surprised not to see an announcement for a ps5 version of this of last of us part two i just it it just seemed like that was the easier say in this whole thing yeah it's like this know, one's already this, like it's already was for the ps4 and yeah I, and it's 60 frames already like right. they have the updates out so you would assume it would be lesser of a of a thing than remaking the first game yeah but i think with the show coming out they wanted to they want to have this they want to have the series available on the newest platforms right so i think having a remake of one where it looks like two is is great and you're going to have two eventually come to ps5 and i think the reason why maybe it's taken a bit longer is because maybe they are planning to do a little bit more with it and that's why we haven't seen it yet right you hope so yeah, I think I, right now that's the focus. Because you you heard uh, uh, Neil said that he is working on something that he cannot talk about. So either that's part three of the world that we're you know Last of Us, or there's more to part two that he'll be adding. Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> do you think we see the Last of Us part three? Yes. I want to say yes. I really do. I I'm just I feel like that loud voices of the internet that really shit on part two which i think is so dumb stuff. very small but loud small but loud i really hope that didn't influence any change because the I game still did you know gangbusters it did yeah. like 10 million copies so that's that's phenomenal i think um, about that game almost every day 100 so good 100 that game was f- flawless from top to bottom um so i hope we see a part three i just i'm wondering what story could they tell yeah, you know, I, I you want a reason to come back to part three. Part two was like the Godfather two. You know, they, it gave, was, yeah. they gave us a story that we didn't know we needed, and they kept expanding it. Yeah, they expanded it. They told us the backstory, and then we got to learn about two of these, learn more about these characters. Like the and world is rich too. in part two, like the yeah. Seraphites, like that that sequence alone when you first meet them. I think about that all the time because it feels like you can avoid the staged elements of that gameplay. But you always end up the same way. You hear yeah, that hear whistle. That, you hear that. Yeah, that is you a question. That arrow. Like, oh my yeah. god. It, it it plays out the same way almost yeah. every time. But it's just crazy the way it does. And I think that's what's so special about when you when I whatever I'm going to call it factions, but whatever the multiplayer is going to be, I think that's where we're going to see maybe an expansion of those worlds, right? With the right. Seraphites, with the wolves. Like, there's a lot. Probably more. Probably more, right? So we're going to be seeing different, literally factions of those characters within the multiplayer world that you could tell these stories, right? It looks like it's taking place in San Francisco as well, too. For what it looked like, yeah. For, so there's a lot to look forward to. And I think the next, you know, the next year alone, 
we're going to have a lot of Last of Us to look forward to. And it's crazy to think that just 10 years ago, it started off as one game, and now here we are. We are in the games. We're having a multiplayer game. We're having sequels. We're having an HBO show. And then who knows where it goes from here. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sony, Sony's on the ball right now with how they're managing their properties and expanding them to uh, streaming services and everything. So a lot to look forward to. Uh, number two this week, Joker's sequel has a script, reveals director Todd Phillips. This is coming from Aaron Couch of The Hollywood Reporter. The team behind Joker is ready to laugh it up once again with filmmaker Todd Phillips, officially confirming he has completed a script for a sequel to his Oscar-winning 2019 film. Phillips shared a cover page of the script co-written by Joker collaborator Scott Silver, along with a photo of star Joaquin Phoenix reading the pages. Phillips also revealed the working title for Joker, Joker Folia de, a reference to the medical term for a mental disorder that affects two or more individuals. Phoenix earned a Best Actor role for his role as Arthur Fleck, a troubled man with, who, invo- who involves into a sorry evolves into a folk villain type figure by the end of the story. Joker earned 1.07 billion globally, a staggering sum for a film that had a relatively modest budget by comic book movie standards. Shay, how do you feel about us? potentially looking like we're getting a sequel to the Joker now. What story could they tell now? I, I'm curious. Like, I, I mean, I really like Joker. I thought it was a great film. I'm, it still blows my mind that it made $1.7 billion. Never underestimate the power of Joker. That movie made so much money. It is, it's crazy yeah. how much money it made. And there was a lot of controversy around it as well, too, coming yeah. out. Yeah. And, you know, again, the there's pe- so much about people. That people love making fun of it's, that movie, but it's a great movie. Yeah. It's a good movie, but it's not the Joker people want to see in theaters. I don't know. Is it? Obviously, it, it is they because did, they, they did. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's where I'm, sh- I'm shocked that this this is the joker people yeah. wanted in yeah theaters. because this is like it's like a character study right it's literally exactly. like the king of comedy so and i think yeah. maybe people wanted something different with the joker yeah I, I mean there's a lot of jokes you can make about it todd phillips you know who's best known for his comedies like hangover and you know um the one with they're in college oh my god what's it called nice old, guys old guys old guys no no uh Old school. old school. Old Shit, school. man. Why am I yeah. calling it some dumb name? <laughs> old school. What a old school. Great Kicking it old school. Yeah. Um, and to, to get to the Joker was, was such an interesting pivot for him. And yeah. that film always gets compared to every Martin Scorsese movie out there. Yeah. And it, it, it very obviously is, you know, inspired. Yeah. It's kind of like Craig Mazin, right? With Chernobyl. Correct. Yeah. But at least like, Todd's career was great. Like he had good movies. Oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no just yeah. it just interesting. No, what the, a pivot. The, the pivot that what a was. pivot. Yeah. And so I'm curious where we'd go with the sequel. I'm um if it's you know about a sort of about two people. Maybe it's Harley Quinn. Maybe. Um, I was thinking, is that like the duality of him and Arthur Fleck and Joker? Do we finally start to see you know hints of Batman because you see Bruce? Like where did they take this world? Do we ever see a Batman in this world? I don't know, and and that's that's where I'm so confused. I feel like he like the movie ends where this could so easily just spin. Is this inside of his mind, or did this really happen? There's like that amb- ambiguity to yes. it, right? We're like, is this is this is this the real life, or is this a fantasy? You know is what I mean? This the real um, so who knows? Like, who knows where they could go with it? Because isn't a sequel just? I don't want to go again with Todd Phillips history hangover Two. I just don't want Joker again. The same thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have to have some type of something happening. Is he the clown prince of crime now? Like, what is he Anthony? I just can't picture that Joker to be the crown prince 
the clown clown <laughs> the crown the clown the clown prince of crime and yeah same he seems just like this crazy dude yeah who you know sh- kills de niro's character right and and starts kind of like this little revolution I, but i don't think he's that joker but we were talking about it when we watched it this could lead him to becoming the joker that we know but yeah. I just i can't envision i can't see or it. inspiring it's the joker too, later right it's too real is too grounded in that sense it's true yeah this extreme character that psychopath mm-hmm. that becomes a murdering because the, even though um the joker that we saw was a little bit more empathetic to the people that are around him except the ones that hurt him he right. really kind of hurt them but the joker that we know he's just no rhyme or reason no empathy just, zero empathy he's just chaos he yeah kill just because he wants to and i can't see that joker in joaquin phoenix yeah and in this top phillips script yeah so. i'm just i'm just so interested to see where this goes maybe we see you know if this is taking place inside of arkham and it's like harley quinn as his psychiatrist like we've seen in the in the comic books and the shows and like maybe it's like that story and then Who it's her Harley descent quinn if you were to you know margot robbie all right she's back again she's back again and she's in the 80s yeah now. yeah different multiverse. but but that's that's what's really interesting right like you also have a margot robbie who is very iconic as harley quinn and it's yeah. like are you going to go down this route are you going to introduce a harley quinn to this world or is this more of a thing of it's the joker he has a kind of the dual identity type of thing, and there's there's a lot of ways. Or is that like him. a reference reference story to a, you know, are, are they saying that maybe this one has you know the antagonist in it as well? Maybe we get like a Batman like character, maybe someone in Gotham who was a crime fighter before, because obviously Bruce Wayne's a bit too young, bit too young, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So even even like are they saying that that the, that is the second person that also has a mental disorder because they're trying to humanize both Joker and whoever this other could be? You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's so many ways they can kind of take this. It's really interesting. Again, I'm curious to see how much money this movie's going to make again too. Like. I think because the first one made a lot of money, it also had a lot of controversy around it and a lot of people interested. Is this one going to also carry that going into it? We spoke about the Joker a lot in a our lot. first year of the of our show. So um yeah, I'm really I'm really interested to see where this is going to go. Any other final thoughts on Joker before we move on? We're okay. Forever hold your peace. Yeah. All right. Let's go into another uh, another superhero character, Spider Man No Way Home. The more fun stuff version added and extended scenes to swing to theaters in September. This is coming from Todd Tom Tap of Deadline. In celebration of sixty years of the Spider Man comic book character and twenty years of Spider Man films, Sony announced today that a fun sorry a fan cut of its massive hit Spider-Man No Way Home, dubbed Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version, will hit theaters this Labor Day in US and Canada with added and extended scenes. Other countries will be added soon, according to a post on Sony's social media. Domestically, Spider-Man No Way Home is the third highest grossing movie of all time. The film is the sixth highest grossing title worldwide, with a running total of over $1.8 billion. Maybe the re-release will push it over $2 billion. Even more remarkable, it will have gone there without a release in China. What is this release? I I don't know, man. Like I, I think I messaged that in, in our chat. Like, what are they gonna show that we don't know and what we haven't seen? And I just I feel like it's a gimmick to get people into the theaters to give them more money. To, to try and push it past two billion? Push that two billion. But it is just 
at this point you own it. They should have been an add-on feature. Why are you making people buy it, pay more? But again, people will because they just they love this film so much. I feel like Daniel, you would pay to to watch this movie. I I mean I'm I'm depends what it is though, right? I feel like when but when it comes to stuff like this, I'm of the mindset where it's like, well, in director's cuts in general, I'm like, well, usually the stuff that you wanted to have in the movie made it into the movie, right? So is there just like some fun extended scenes or just some fun That's maybe what I feel like it is little like, clips here and there that maybe got trimmed for timing and then put into this release do you remember the uh, avengers endgame release yeah we got that really weird hulk unfinished scene? cgi yeah. hulk scene yeah weird but like, like that wasn't also like they didn't re-release that as a whole new thing they were just like oh it was still back. it was still in yeah, theaters, still theaters yeah. but we're adding a little extra yeah it's on a yeah. couple more screens now than yeah before. Like, oh okay cool um this is what I, what i found weird about this whole thing first of all was just the fact that it's in september like why are you promoting it this early it just feels like a weird thing to start promoting this early yeah it feels like something that would be like oh next week in theaters yeah there'll be uh Spider Man No Way Home. Because we, we, we already have the movie at home to watch, so we're not like itching to get back in a theater seat again. Yeah. Give me that incentive like closer to the date, maybe. Yeah. Give me more than just what you've shown. September is such an interesting time for this movie to come out. Why, like, why not August or July? Just. Yeah. It's so weird. It's just a weird marketing thing. It I mean, is. It's, it's it is. Sony trying to. I get it. They're trying to make more money get that two bill i think i think it's just something that they're just like there's a strategic date and they had in mind they're like let's put this in september let's get in because labor day weekend there's probably a increase of families going to the theaters and mm-hmm. they're going to maybe want to watch what, this what's coming out that week uh i don't i don't think there's really too much anything labor day weekend that opens up right. usually um but yeah it's it's a really interesting uh interesting decision to see this movie coming up are you looking to see if there's anything shay i am so labor day weekend right now oh wow we got a big one what is it Honk for Jesus, save your souls coming out. Hung for Jesus? Honk. Oh. Hung. I'm like, hung for Jesus. Honk, honk for Jesus, honk save for... your soul. Wait, Spider-Man thinks it can compete against that? Yeah. Spider-Man I, thinks it can compete I against Jesus? Think, I don't think it can, it can fight for Jesus' spot. <laughs> um, Spider-Man versus Jesus, Labor Day weekend. But I don't know. what what is Sterling K. Brown's in this, man. He's this in is, Honk for Jesus? He's in Honk for Jesus. Does he play Jesus? He plays... I don't know who he plays. This is a this is an interesting. We, I gotta look into. We this, really man. don't know the synopsis. Of the I gotta story. look into this because this is, <laughs> but, this is uh, something. What I wanted to say is, do you think we get more multiverse elements added to this story? <sighs> like, remember the sequence where they were looking up in the sky and you see all these villains of Spider-Man? Yeah, kind of like breaking we see through. Aaron Taylor Johnson up there. Like, you, I'm Craven. <laughs> Hello. Do you think we'll see more of that stuff? more breakthrough stuff um, or do you think it's just little you know peter in school you know <laughs> dealing with his identity. 40 minute math scene that he's yeah. doing yeah um i i honestly think this will have more footage of the three spider-man together like, and maybe just like have the them comedy between them like yeah the just them have like them riffing like right before you know the big battle happens where they're just kind of riffing on the roof yeah right. like, i think we'll see more things like that um yeah, this is this is really interesting. Again, I'm I'm just more how, curious what it is. How long is the the the, the cut that we got? Almost two thirty two. Yeah, it's like it's like two and a half hours. And so we don't know how long this new cut will be. Not that two thirty three. Extra minute, I believe. 
<laughs> and they just, we're they just we're putting in a full 60 seconds. And 60 seconds. So it, was two, it was two hours, 28 minutes. 228, yeah. yeah. So this one's probably going to be 229 or 230. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I hope not. I hope not. I, hope also. Not. But I also hope like, that I feel like where they're going to extend some of the scenes, it'll be like, you know, yeah, Peter in school. They'll probably extend the interrogation scenes with all of them. Right. Give us a couple more jokes. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see. see. Uh, they remove the spider. Morbius comes what? in. <laughs> they remove. Morbius comes in. Morbius comes in. They remove uh, Toby and Andrew. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, they <laughs> remove them. Tom. And it's just two Jared Leto's as Morbius. Yeah, we're gonna fight alongside him. It's Morbin time. Uh, number four of this week in our last major news story, we'll be talking about Nev Campbell exits Scream Six over pay. This is coming from Ethan Vlessing of the Hollywood Reporter. Nev Campbell says she won't be in the new Scream sequel after she received an inadequate offer to star in the slasher franchise's sixth installment. She says, sadly, I won't be making this uh, the next Scream film. As a woman, I have had to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value, especially when it comes to Scream. I felt the offer that was presented to me did not equate the, to the value I have brought to the franchise, Campbell said in a statement obtained by The Hollywood Reporter. Paramount and Spyglass have planned a sixth film, a sixth installment of the horror franchise after a successful fifth chapter debuted earlier this year. It's been a very difficult decision to move on. To all my Scream fans, I love you. You've always been so incredibly supportive to me. I'm forever grateful to you and to what this franchise has given me over the past 25 years. Campbell added to her statement about not returning to Woodsboro. Anthony, how are you feeling about Nev Campbell not returning? Um, It's pretty... Sucky news, you know. Nev is part of this franchise, and you always want to see her because she's, you know, the the Luke Skywalker of the of this universe. Yeah. So you you always want her to be part of it, and for it to be about money and the studio not giving her what she believes she should be making, it, it's just it's a sucky situation. It is because it taints the. It taints the, the the franchise in a bit a bit because it's her franchise and you know when you don't see your your franchise star because of you know money it's always tough to like swallow it yeah no. you're, you're definitely uh this is definitely a story that i don't think um paramount and spyglass wanted to have definitely not out there and i think hopefully this will give her a little bit more bargaining chips to be like yeah people want me back in this movie can you make this right shay how are you feeling about this you know what we we discussed things like this during when um, Black Widow was coming out, and I we we kept saying about Scarlett Johansson, get your bag, girl. Yeah, you know, get your money. And I think same thing with Nev, like get, get your money, girl. You know, you deserve it. You have been the face of this franchise. You're the Jamie Lee Curtis to this, like as in as in Halloween. So yeah, for sure. My only my only concern is um, in the last Scream film, you know, to get Nev's character to, to really show up was. It, it, it wasn't a stretch, but it was like, okay, cool. We're, we're bringing her back in. We're bringing back in Sydney Prescott, okay? I, I'm just curious, how many times can they keep pulling that same thing? And in, in every film so far we've gotten her, how many times are they going to keep doing this? Like, is is the writing going to be on a crux of just getting Sydney back in the story? Right. Or can we now finally move on from it? Again, I, love, I would love to see her. I, I want her to come back. But I also don't want them to not evolve beyond the character because it's, it's hard to kind of keep shoving her back into it. It's true. Yeah. You're, you're so right. I mean, this is going to be the sixth entry to this franchise and you're like, okay, how many times can you keep getting roped into this and not be like, okay, maybe it's me. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe it's I my should just kill myself. Yeah. But like, but that's the thing. Like I wish 
you know, with these films, and again, I think that's part of the joke of the series of it going on this long is that this it's just they always find a way to come back no matter what they do. But you also want to have a natural ending point for a lot of these characters as well, too, right? We right. got that for uh, Dewey. Huey, what's his name? Dewey, Dewey yeah, Dewey, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, in the last film, and yeah. like, I don't think he's coming back. I, I would be surprised if he came back. He would look a shish kebab. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, like, who knows? Or, or is Courtney Cox coming back? She said she's read the script. I think she's coming back. I think for Scream to continue its like its franchise, it needs to reboot itself. It needs to like get like is just, this Scream in Italy, like you were saying before, or Scream no, in Europe? Like, Scream, Scream, just Scream the, in Italy. Just, uh, <laughs> start over type of thing like and i, I think that's kind of what they ghost, did with this new cast right killer again but like not in woodsboro no um sydney prescott no more dewey and that story. like just it's all gone like it's a new universe yeah. with a character that resembles ghostface and you can continue to scream that way because if you continue like you're right where does this series go where does this movie go? does sydney have to die eventually she will have to right but do you want that is that like the the only way to end her her no her time in this give her a happy ending you know right she's already gone through six six versions or five, five versions five, yeah. of this killer. how many times has she been stabbed a I, lot a lot i feel like you know just having to kill kids has got to take some toll on you sorry one more time well she's killing kids if you think about oh it, yes, right? yes 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 she's yes, not yes. they're not adults really they're no, like no, high no. schoolers it's, it's true very true yeah except when i guess when they're in college and yeah sorry when they're in college yeah, college kids still, is okay like the but second one yeah. was the mom right yeah so and yeah she's, she's in the kid yeah and timothy oliphant who was college so yeah he's, he's an adult college. and third one <laughs> what a handsome man by the fourth way. one yeah, yeah there was kids yeah, a lot of kids a lot of dead kids a lot of dead well, kids three had yeah adults and kids well because the brother he's an yeah. adult yeah um and then the fourth one actually the third one was only adults because it was the brother and the girl or was it just the brother i can't remember now it was the just the brother. One? Third one? Third one. Third, third one was one? just the brother, right? It was just the brother. I believe it was the brother. Yeah. And correct us if we're wrong. Correct us if we're wrong, Scream fans. And then fourth one was, you know, kids. Kids. They definitely oh, were kids. Oh, and we're getting, sorry, we're getting Hayden Panettiere coming back. Yes. Yes, Kirby, yes, in, yes we in, are. In this new one as well. So yeah. she was a fan favorite from, from Scream 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we found out her fate in Scream 2022. So... Yeah, I, I guess we'll be seeing her again. We'll see what happens. I just, I, I th- think at the end of the day, just tell us a good story, some give us some good kills in the movie, and I think that's we what loved we need. This year, scream the twenty twenty. I had a great time with this yeah, year. I was scream, okay yeah. with it. Yeah, you hated it. I I, it's not no, I didn't like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Just, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I just, I didn't feel frightened enough from it. Maybe you should watch in 40X. They have a real guy running around. Were they monkeys? They were monkeys. They were monkeys? Monkeys, monkeys, with, monkeys, knives. With, monkeys with knives. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. That, that's monks on planes that, and monkeys with knives, yeah. man. <laughs> that's a movie we got to write Dude, one Netflix day. is already writing Netflix is like, can like, we buy it? Go on. Go on. <laughs> tell us more. Uh, some quick updates this week. Ghostbusters animated film and development Afterlife sequel set in New York City. Um, interesting that it's an animated film and it's a sequel to Afterlife. Why isn't it a live action film? Money? I don't know. Uh, Julia Garner offered Madonna role and Universal biopic. Did you also know Madonna's directing this? By the way, I did know that. Yeah, wild, wild. She looks a lot like Madonna, though. Like she does. I was seeing not that. Now. That no, but that's there was a side. No, not now. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You, yeah, you then, see Madonna now. It's yeah. like. <laughs> why does she look like a 20 year old woman that picture yeah. that keeps going around of her wearing With, the, like the curlier hair the, or the stocking on her face oh that picture yeah, yeah. No, no 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 I was meant of Julia Garner oh sorry she does, yeah. she does look like her she yeah. does she looks like, like a young Madonna I could see that I'm glad it's not Florence Pugh 
Even though she would have right. eaten the roll up, I think Florence Pugh. We need we need some other people now. Yeah, to shine. but Madonna's directing it. I don't Madonna, know what to expect. I don't think she's directing a good actress. herself. Is a little bit biased. Yeah, you know, like I always think back to you know Bohemian Rhapsody and how. All the producers were basically the bandmates, and they were all clean as fuck. These guys, they didn't do any drugs. They were right. like donating their kidneys. Yeah, I don't. I, and you get Rocket Man, and it's like, let's do it. Yeah. And, then, and, and, and that one had involvement from uh, Elton John. Yeah, Elton he was John's part of it. He's real, like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I, I was fucking doing this, and I was doing that. I was that. I was doing coke, and I was sleeping with a bunch of people. Like, yeah, show that shit because that's who you are. I feel we like know Madonna that. would showcase her, like, because she is a I think so too. artist, right? But I just don't. Do you see her making out with Britney at her wedding too? <laughs> No, I they didn't recreated see that. the kiss. That's I, funny. I, I her just Brittany's don't wedding. see Madonna directing her own movie. Yeah, I just when you direct your own film, you're you are biased to yourself, and there's there's a there's a vulnerability there that cannot be yeah. pulled from. But also, yourself. but also, just like Madonna, it's not a director. Yeah, she's, not a director. <laughs> she's directed like. What two films, three films? Yeah, but it's like you. If you want something like cool, like you, I feel like you need to give it into like a like a capable director's hands, right, 100%. and work with them, right. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, box office this weekend. Uh, Shay, did you? Uh, do we have new numbers? I th- I, I just saw looking. Eric. I just saw Eric Davis tweet. He did tweet it. Yeah, and it looks the exact same for um oh, for I what we have in the doc. Right yeah, it just came out. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion, one hundred forty three million dollar opening. Uh, Top Gun Maverick made about fifty million dollars this weekend, which is about a forty four percent drop from its last week, and it's also. Uh, amongst the top 10 highest grossing third weekends in domestic box office history. Do you have some more um, uh, news for us on Jurassic? I'll give us some more, some more facts on that. So thank you for that, Daniel. No um, but Eric Davis uh, from you know, Fandango. Uh, with Jurassic World Dominion, $143 million to win the weekend. That is the third highest opening for a Jurassic film. Only $5 million less than Fallen Kingdom. And is the best opening for a non-superhero film since 2019. It is the best domestic opening for Universal in 2022. And the highest since 2018's Jurassic. Um, more Top Gun Maverick takes... Uh, Top Gun Maverick takes in $50 million in its third weekend for a total of $393 million domestic. It is now only $4 million behind Doctor Strange, which is in its sixth weekend... Uh, within the next few days, Top Gun Maverick will surpass Strange and become 2022's biggest film domestically. Wild. That's nuts. Yeah, it's I am, crazy. Like, what happened to Strange? No, but it's domestic, right? So, yeah, like, but that's what I'm saying. But that's, that's amazing. That's it, amazing. I think... I can't believe it slowed down that much. I think... Uh, yeah, because it came out early May, right? Yeah, but or, man, Top Gun's got wings. Top Gun's, Top Gun's got wings, man. It's great. I think Top Gun, how, how good it is... Has taken the world by storm. Yeah, it also helps that I think the barrier to entry for it is one film, mm-hmm. and you're also getting the older generation coming back mm-hmm. to the theaters, right? Yeah. Where with the Marvel films, it's a lot more of a younger crowd that goes. Oh yeah, I saw a lot of canes in my screening. So you saw a lot of oh, oh canes. canes. Yeah. yeah, no, I, oh, I agree. Oh, yeah, you, you're getting you're getting a generation of of movie watchers coming to the theaters that aren't always there. Mm-hmm. When I saw it the second night. It was full, like, or I saw it opening night technically because we saw the our press screening. Opening night, there were men in their forties and fifty wearing flight suits. Yeah, like I was just like, oh my god, like this, like again, Top Gun was such a phenomenon back in the eighties. Yep, that's a little and, too much. Yeah, but now it is here. It's You're telling me if I give you a flight suit, you wouldn't wear it to a screening? No, dude. What if I had your What if I had your call sign on it? Well, what if the screening was in the sky? No. What if it was, the what if, was in the sky? But what if you were going <laughs> to ride in a, an F eighteen? 
And I'm watching the movie? Yeah. But I'm in the movie at that point. Yeah. Right? yeah so, so you're telling me you're not going to wear the flight suit? I would wear the flight suit okay. if I'm in the plane, not at the theater. Come on, dude. There we have it. Breaking news. <laughs> and yeah, wear I'm, a I'm making sense. Then, that's, yeah. the, that's Anthony's oh, breaking news. Uh, worldwide, Top Gun Maverick, this has not opened yet, but it's going to hit, this is not updated yet, sorry, but it's going to hit 700 million this week. That's crazy. Good for Top Gun that's Maverick, man. What ones. a great movie. Yeah. I just, I want to watch it again. Yeah. I really, like, I really want to watch it again. We've, we have now seen it in IMAX in 40X. 40, yeah. we, we should talk about our 40X experience. We did. <gasps> Anthony, That's what we Anthony, felt. It was your first time with 40X. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you were launched into the screen at a certain Almost. point. Yeah. yeah, it's it's an inter- it's interesting experience. I at the end of it, I don't think I buy into it. Right. I just find it too gimmicky. Uh, but it's pretty cool in the sense that it you know has the wind, has the water, has the seats that move. It yeah. has like the the punch in the back. Yeah, the, there's the, there there's a lot of punches in the back. Like, oh, that kind of hurt. I, I wonder what like a like a martial arts film would be like. You just you're, you go you're home just bruised. bruised. You're just yeah. getting bruised and um, beaten. But I would have like if I had to pick two, IMAX would probably be the best. Oh yeah, hands down, hands down. Yeah. I also find the 40x screen is so small. Mm-hmm. If they were to combine it with IMAX, maybe. But I also. Don't. I, I don't like being rocked. Yeah. <laughs> it's thrown it's around. Doesn't feel like you're in the plane. You just feel like you're rocked. It's like, okay, I'm in this yeah. roller coaster, but doesn't doesn't feel like you're doesn't make you cl- bring you closer to that film. No, yeah, no. You know? And you feel further away with 40X because the screen is smaller. 100%. But it is fun being kind of just shaken around and moved and It's fun as right? like, a, like a party thing with a group of friends. Yeah. 100%. Also, I just wish that like you know when those fans were on, I'm like, hey, can we just keep these fans on the whole movie? Because it was just nice yeah. having a breeze in here because it was yeah. so hot. Yeah, yeah. there's a it was a lot of fun though. Shay, you had a good time too, right? Oh, I we've love seen it. a bunch of 40x. We've, we've seen a few 40x films, but this was a this was a great experience because this felt like uh, a ride at like a theme park or something. It yeah. was nuts. Yeah. Uh, trailers. Let's get to some trailers this week. Trailer. Trailers. Uh, we got a bunch of trailers in the last uh, week and a half. Uh, let's start with Black Adam, which we finally got our first full look uh, at the Dwayne Johnson superhero film coming out later this year. Uh, Shay, what were your thoughts on Black Adam? Um, I thought the trailer was okay. It it um, <laughs> you seem very confident about it. I just I don't it, know. Um, it didn't. It didn't like I, I was seeing all the all the praise over it on, on the internet and I was like, oh, okay. It was I think it was a it was a warm reception, but it wasn't like a oh shit. But, but compared to like what DC films on average get, like what how they usually get a reaction to what I saw, I was like, oh, people are are saying this looks pretty cool. You think it was a better guys. reaction than what though? Like other like, DC like, like the DCEU films? Oh yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not like the Batman. No, okay, no, no, no. And I, and I saw your guys, you guys talking about it too. That you guys really liked it as well. I thought it was, it was okay. There's just some parts to me that were seemed still very cheesy and silly, and I don't know. I don't know if I buy into it yet. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the same world that Shazam would be into. No, that, or the DCEU or at the all. DCEU. So yeah. I'm I'm curious. I I also found the scene of him flying beside the planes kind of weird looking. I don't know. It, it looked kind of like off a little bit but it looks very similar know, to iron man yeah I'm, I'm down for but i think iron man made it look better oh yeah in t- 2008 yeah and i i'm just curious to see what this is i'm down for it obviously my biggest gripe is for everything the rock represents in this or dwayne johnson represents in black adam as like this superhero real life physical being his acting ability suffered like it suffers from his acting ability because he's not playing Black Adam, how he's supposed to be playing. He's playing Dwayne Johnson. He's playing Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. 
in a costume. Right. And that's the problem I have with this movie. Every like visually it looks great. Like we see Adam Smasher, we see uh, uh, Doctor Fade and yeah. Hawkman and Hawkman. So visually it looks great. It, it gave me vibes of Marvel. It's like oh, this is the first real like DC movie where the visuals really stand out to me. Yeah, um, and they have like that feel. But it's Dwayne Johnson playing such a serious role, such a serious character. It's hard to believe. It gave me Hercules vibes as well too, yes. because it's yes. a very similar. Like, oh, his family's taken, then he got gets his curse, and now he's now he's this character again. He looks like Black Adam, mm-hmm. but I also think that's kind of where it begins and ends. Yeah, and I'm hoping we're proved wrong once this movie comes out because I want it to be good. I mm-hmm. just don't see it because Dwayne is just Dwayne. Like, he, like from his presence in films to his presence outside on social media oh my god the game awards it's not oh, the game awards is, the um, summer is, games fest. summer games fest. guy so he'll never evolve past it because that persona that's his brand makes him the most money Dude. and even the amount of work he does how is he able to make black adam and then jump to do this and jump to do that and jump over here and there and like he's never he's, he's always working he's always working and i just don't see him taking the time to really focus on one specific thing and giving it his all right and, and this movie is like 15 years in the making gave it too. His all, but he gave it his all in terms of physical presence not right. the the acting ability he should have an accent if he was giving it a, giving it his own I, exactly you know he's no. not tom cruise and valkyrie here no oh god um is uh do you think we see him drinking some terramana uh, oh, tequila or some zoa energy drinks he'll probably pass it there'll be a bar somewhere and he's like is that terramana <laughs> No, I don't do crushes a crushes the person. It, it's like that scene in Traffic Thunder. Where he's walking around, he's like, "Thank God I got this booty sweat on me." <laughs> um, and then uh, maybe, yeah, maybe we'll see some of that. I don't know. I just, I, I hope it's good, but I'm, I'm also a little rock fatigued of his acting. Sometimes, like, I feel yeah. like we're just getting the same thing over and over again with him. Yeah, and I like the rock, but like, I, maybe, and I, and I, sorry, Rock, if you're listening. The charm is wearing off a little bit on me. Yeah, he's like Ryan Reynolds at this point for me. Mm. It's like where you're like, okay, like we know your shtick yeah. type of thing. Also, when he's just like, whenever he's, you know, the, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change, I'm like, I'll be honest, Relax. Rock. We don't really have a DC universe right now of <laughs> movies that are... You, really you, pumping out you know that meme of, you, right now, you know that probably. meme of like the guy like it's, it's an animated meme of like the guy with like he's he's got the champagne bottle and he's like biting the metal oh yeah and he's like and he's like going crazy cheering and he's like he's only on third place still yeah. right that's kind of what, what this is yeah like, the like, rock is still at the it's bottom like the hierarchy of power the dc universe is about to change i'm like yeah but dude like we don't that's really even a- have a justice league right now man so who are you fighting we don't have a superman and he's like yeah I have the powers of superman and he's like what's different about me is that uh, i kill people i'm like dude i'll be honest with you our superman kills people he too kills, <laughs> he kills a lot of There's, people our batman kills a lot of people like our yeah. like our the, the it's just so funny that even at the um, summer games fest he said like yeah, like in the trailers like i kill people and it's like yeah but like most superheroes kill people in movies now so it's just it's just interesting them like that's not going to make you different and also in the trailer it didn't just, like it seemed like he was just killing bad guys yeah so and it's like you're, it, it makes it seem like he's more badass like he's a yeah. badass i'm like yeah the man in black yeah. i'm like dude like you're you're trying to attribute legends to black adam who i know is a is a popular character but i'm like but he's not yeah he's not a, a top tier character like you're going to make him more known because you're playing him but he is not a character that people are just like, we need a Black Adam movie. No, give us a fucking Superman movie, Warner Brothers. 100%. But he is a pretty 
big he's pretty big in the dc world in yeah the but but, but i mean like in, in top of mind of people's minds yeah, like he's no. no one's thinking about black adam no you know it's it's more like fans of dc know who he is but general audiences i don't really yeah. know who he is they'll be like oh he's dwayne johnson and then you realize he's oh he's connected to shazam yeah but they're not in the same world what yeah and there's no plans yet no it's so confusing uh, the other trailer we got this week, so we got our first look at the Mike Hulu series, the Mike Tyson Hulu series with Trevante Rhodes playing Mike. Again, we were just talking about the Jamie Foxx movie that is now going to be a series, and now we have another series. I know so, about this one. I don't know about I this one either. Yeah, me neither. I thought it was Jamie Foxx, and I'm like, oh, look at this, and I'm playing. I'm like, like, that's not Jamie Foxx. Oh, wow, Jamie Foxx looks really know. different. <laughs> when we looked it up on IMDb, it still said what? pre-production yeah it, it's like i remember jamie fox saying yeah i put on all this weight to work out yeah and, and like, even in spider-man he looked a lot more slow yeah. right and then it's there's no there's this movie's like taking this movie went from a movie to a series which is you know not a great sign yeah we don't have a director yet either yeah. i don't i don't know is it being made in secret it's it's a mike tyson film <laughs> yeah it's like jamie fox like <laughs> it's not that you gotta, okay. you gotta keep that secret we'll yeah. see what happens uh we got a new trailer for nope which uh, surprisingly we did not see in front of Jurassic World Dominion. Um, I'll start off. I was not a fan of this trailer, and I was I liked the first trailer for Nope, but this trailer for some reason for me did not feel like it was. I now that we see more of the story, and it's like, oh, okay, they're trying to sell an audience to see a spaceship here. Like I don't know, just something about it. Now the curtain was revealed, and it was three minutes long. I'm like, I don't, I'm not getting it. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not. It's not interesting me. Yeah, it, it also didn't grab me because I think, I think the mystery of the first trailer really was like, wow, this one felt like it was again peeling behind the curtain a bit too much. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh, okay, you like sh- you showed too much. You yeah. showed a bit too like, much. That would have been the reveal in the hand, movie, you know. Yeah, and uh, I think it's okay. I mean, it, it again, it, it's hard to tell. Like I was hearing that it well, we're hearing it super long, like it's two and a half hours. Yeah, so there's got to be something compelling in there. I would hope. I mean, Us, I think, was a great concept. It was a great maybe first 40 minutes of that movie. Yeah. And then I just kind of fell off of it. Is, Get Out, I think, is still one of the greatest films in the last 10 years. Yeah. But Is Jordan Peele turning into M. Night Shyamalan? Uh, no. Uh, no. I mean, we can't say that. We can, and also because Shyamalan's career is, is very hit or miss. There, there are fans that are devout of his work. They'll love things like The Happening and so on and so forth. But on top of that, like it, it's hard to say that just in three films that he's going to become that because Us is so phenomenal. And sorry, Us is, I mean, Get Out is so phenomenal. Us, first half strong, second half not so much for me. I can't say no based on a trailer is going to be a garbage film or anything like that. No. That's, that's, I, not, that's not how we run. No, but I get I'm. I just, any excitement, I would have thought, like I would have had the same excitement going to Us. 100%. Where maybe it's because Us I wasn't so hot on and then nope i'm like this trailer's not doing it for me i'm just curious to see what actually how i'm going to feel once i see the movie i, I agree which yeah. i'm sure will be great but I, I, let's hope i hope you have any thoughts on no nope uh blackbird which is an apple tv plus uh series starring taron edgerton and paul walter hauser uh we got our first look at that prey which is the 20th century studios uh prequel predator film mm-hmm. what did you guys think of this trailer i thought the trailer was pretty cool actually I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Yeah, it looks cool. Apology. Cool yeah. visuals. I, I I thought it looked neat. I and mean, directed I, I like by um, Dan Dan Trachtenberg. You know, he did great with Ten Cloverfield Lane, despite the ending being a little weird. Um, but I think he can create tension really well. And you know, all Predator films really rely on tension because you're being hunted. Right. So that level of suspense, I think, will be really cool to see. I 
the, the the alien and predator worlds are very interesting. They they haven't had a hit in a very very long time. So they keep very trying. long time. They keep trying. I feel like all you for predator all you need is the first film. Really, <laughs> you know. You also that's all you need. Like you you try to buy into it because you know this is taking place many many years. Yeah, and before you're, yeah. you're we're dealing with a being with superhuman strength. It is the predator, and he has technology. Yeah, and they have spears. How is and they have spears. How yeah. is this? I get it. You could be the biggest, baddest hunter. You could be the biggest, baddest caveman that, in the world. At that but, time. But there's no fucking way you yeah, are you're going to go up against the, the predator. <laughs> like, he can, he has invisible <laughs> visibility. Uh, unless he doesn't have it in this world. But I just don't. No, yeah. they, 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 in the trailer, they, they do show that they're still, like, they okay. have the invisibility. Yeah. I mean, I did enjoy the one in, was it 2014 or... 2009? 2010, actually, yeah. Adrian Brody? Adrian Brody, the Predator, is the one produced by Robert Rodriguez. I, I did enjoy that, like, in, in the sense that, like, oh, that was watchable. Right. So... And then we had the one a couple years ago, which is which not, is not watchable, not not good, at not all. watchable at all. Uh, so let's hope we'll see what happens. Uh, we got our first look at um, Jenna Ortega as Wednesday as well too in that little tra- uh, trailer from the Geek Netflix Geek Week. Uh, Strange World, which is a new Disney animated film coming out later this year, which I thought it was a Disney Plus movie at first, but it looks interesting. But we'll see. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, that trailer didn't grab me. Like, it, it didn't grab did, me too it much. It just didn't like. It was which Jake one? Gyllenhaal, right? Which, oh, Strange World? Yeah. yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. was in it. It just didn't give me the, oh, I want to watch this film. Right. It was just like, I feel like I would watch this on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, we'll wait for it to stream. But again, we'll see once it comes out. Uh, the Princess, which is the Joey King medieval times badass, I want to kick everyone's ass movie. Yeah. Which is uh, coming out later this summer. I, I know think mar- so. I know martial arts. Yeah. In the medieval 1400s. Times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we got Pinocchio, which uh, dropped last week, but we weren't we didn't have an episode last week to talk about it. But uh, we didn't get a look at Pinocchio though, which was interesting. Except on the tr- on the poster, on the poster, he's gonna do the enhance on there. Yeah, and enhance. and the yeah. screenshot that came out, like, oh, he looks exactly like the cartoon one, which yeah. is interesting. To which see. is good, good choice. Uh, out this week, we have a few uh, different movies to look at. Lightyear is going to be blasting into theaters. Spiderhead is going to be available on Netflix. And Cha-Cha, Real Smooth, is going to be on Apple TV Plus all this Friday. So there's a lot to watch this week. Uh, what are we watching, though? Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off. Uh, I watched Interstellar because it's preparing for Lightyear. Uh, I watched Lightyear. <laughs> not, they're not tied together, by the way. No, but no. Yeah. Um, and then Lightyear, and then Spiderhead. We already saw as well. We will have our review out sometime this week or sometime, sometime this, week. this week. You know, just boom, it'll appear out of nowhere. Yeah, there'll be a spider on your head. Oh no! Uh, we have Jurassic World Dominion, which we watched as well. Our review is out for that. I also watched Training Day because. It's a really great film. <laughs> I, you know, I watched uh, preparing for Jurassic World. For Jurassic I watched World, training, I, I was I watched training, training day. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, maybe it's not they train the dinosaurs. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, great movie. I love that movie. T Rex ain't got shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then I watched Horrible Bosses. We watched. I watched Obi Wan Kenobi as well, and I kind of gave my mini uh, review on the episode during what? Jurassic World Dominion. Oh yeah, you gave your Obi Wan review yeah, on good. Jurassic World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, now I can find. I watched. I rewatched Miss Marvel with my family. They loved it. They had a great time with it. I'm so glad they enjoyed it. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Lego Star Wars Saga and I'm trying to get that platinum trophy that Anthony has already in his possession. What? So, oh, it was our Lightyear review? We talked about him. Yeah. Getting platinum, so yeah. I, I'm hoping to hoping to get there. And then a show. Which I, can I say I watched it? We could say we watched it, but we but cannot say anything. I can't about say anything it. about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's on Apple TV Plus. It's called Loot. 
and that's it. That's it. And it's going to be available on Apple TV Plus on the 24th of June. June. Yeah, so look forward to that. We will also be, I guess we could say that. We can say this. If you made it this far into the episode, we'll be talking with Alan Yang and Matt Hubbard, who are the creators of the show and the writers of the show and the executive producers of the show. Uh, we'll be talking with them, and that interview will most likely be going live next week to coincide with the release of the show. Yeah. I'm going to go next. Just to shake things oh, up. Oh, man, I wanted to go. I want, Anthony, I want you, I want you to... Mine's the quickest. I want you to end. Oh, mine's going to be fast. Trust me. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> Why? Uh, like Shay, I watch a lot of space movies in, pre- in preparation of Lightyear. So I watched Interstellar, The Martian, First Man, and then eventually we got to watch Lightyear. Um, Loot, like Shay said, also been watching that. Spiderhead, we'll have a review out, like Shay said. Jurassic World Dominion, we did see, uh, and you could hear us talk all about it. And then everything else, Obi-Wan, Miss Marvel, we've, we've spoken about. Been replaying God of War. Um, just in anticipation of hopefully getting a release date for that game soon. I love the game. It's been so great going back to it for the first time in a few years. Um, it looks absolutely gorgeous still, and it, it, it literally looks and plays like it is a game from this generation. So um, if somehow if you have not played it yet, go play it. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Anthony. Oh, now it's my turn. It's your turn now. And, uh, take quick. us home. I'm not going to lie. That was quick. Um, you know what? I haven't watched anything this week. Thank you so much, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so a lot of things you're going to hear reviews for. So Spider-Head, Lightyear, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, Jurassic World. And yes, I had the, I platinum my Star Wars Lego. How uh, many Star hours, Wars. man? I spent 107 hours. Woo! That's a lot of hours. But how I worked it was usually in the morning when I wake up to wake, wake up my brain, I play an hour. So I kind of like do that before I do a workout or anything like that. So... I'll play it, and then slowly I got there, and it took some time, but I eventually got and platinum that goddamn Legos. And Legos, if you if you ever play any type of Lego franchise game, there's a lot of collecting. You're in lot, it for the long haul, man. Characters. A lot of this, grinding. This was, you know, all the Star Wars ever made, and there's a lot of characters, and there's a lot of bricks, and there's a lot of ships, and there's a lot of you know fighting. So I'm glad I'm finished. And I said to Daniel, I don't think I'll ever go back. Did you want to install it from your PS5? Uh, no, I wanted to keep it there just <laughs> as a reminder of my hard work. Yeah. And then I started playing another Star Wars game, which was uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which um, I find interesting. It's if It feels like this could be a great game, but there are things about it, especially with the mechanics yes. of the 100%. Uh, 100%. It's just bothering the hell out of me. I know... Daniel, you gave me yesterday, we were talking, you gave me like these controls to... Oh, to remap it, yeah, to make it play better, yeah. But it's still stiff. Um, The frame rate's really bad on it. Like, I can really feel like it stutters on a PlayStation 5. Yeah. Are you playing performance or are you playing uh, resolution? Just, I didn't change it to performance. I just stuck with the the normal mode, whatever. Yeah, because see see if you're on the 60 frames one, you should make it better. Should because I heard it doesn't. It just adds more frame rate. Issues. Oh, I I I, oh. I I played when I played it in January. I'm like it looked better. So hopefully, maybe see if that right. maybe makes a change for you. What I what I do like about this story is just the um, the lore behind it, mm-hmm. the creatures. But it, yeah, it also feels small. I don't feel like it can just go and destroy things. I I, I feel like I have this character that's super weak. But I'm getting there with the strength and abilities. Yes, and the power, the Jedi abilities you all I'm unlock. trying to like see into the future. Is he still going to be the character that he is now? Is he going to be so fluid where I can, like, God of War? And I, you know, when you picked up 
God of War and you played as Kratos, you knew you felt yeah. like the, the power. power. Yeah. You don't feel any power in this in this character, especially because it's a hard game. Like and they made it like game. a Dark Souls game. And, and I don't I don't play hard games, so I kept it to normal because yeah. I get frustrated. Um, but even on normal, it was freaking hard. I went to Do- Dothmir and these fucking guys oh, yeah, came dude. out of nowhere. You can't go to Dothmir right away. Well, I did. I went to the second the second oh, planet. It told glutton for pain over here. The, the guide told told me. The guide told me. And the I got Jedi a text there. saber, which is dope. Yeah, but, um, it's cool when you can like fight with it differently. It's yeah. really cool. It just it feels like the arms are like just so like marionette arms yeah the legs yeah. are very marionette but the body is just so stiff in the game yes and i'm not a fan of the the spawn like save points like, no the, the, the meditation the points, yeah. also the respawning of characters does it, that bothers me yeah, yeah. Like, like, the, why, oh, like if i rest why is everyone coming back yeah I or if you don't don't give me a rest give me more options for health yeah why is it that we have to live in this difficulty yeah just it's a star wars game don't make it like into this make it fun yeah yeah and that, that was that was my i have to go back and finish it I'm yeah i'm probably gonna finish it before the second game comes yeah, out yeah because I, I i forced myself like earlier this year i'm like listen i need to finish this game because we i think you and i were liking it yeah and i ended up liking it by the time it was done <laughs> but i was just like there's just so there's just uh, things here that i'm hoping that they said with the sequel that you know they got a lot of feedback to make it better to play yeah better like more like accessible and just gameplay wise that i hope they tighten up because i think a sequel to this game will be fantastic yeah there's a lot of great groundwork that's done here but like uh, anthony's experiencing now like and i experienced before it's like and shay it's like you're feeling this game almost fighting back against you a hundred percent you know what i mean and i'm like why is this game punishing me why is this game fighting back like let me let me just play it and i get you can't go in hack and slash you have to be a bit more methodical but there's a lot of things where it's just like, okay, but why is the the, the game design kind of just like this? Or why is right. the map is hard to read? It's like there's a lot of like The map little is things. very hard to read, man. Very hard to read. The level design feels the same on every planet. It's right. like you go up, down, you go... Around, and then you find shortcuts back. And you find shortcuts back. And it doesn't feel like you, you can really open yourself up in this world. Yeah. Because when you, when you see these planets, they're so lavish. Especially the, the opening of this... Of this game where yeah. you're, you're in that junkyard yeah you're in the mining you see, thing like these huge ships in the distance it just felt whoa but then when you get onto these other planets they very very they feel the same like you're going up down side to side yeah up down side to side and you you don't feel like you're actually exploring a planet right i'm hoping there's a lot more variety in the sequel um and i hope that you know right respawn is a phenomenal studio and i think i think a sequel to this game will polish a lot of that yeah. and i'm hoping that it's uh, a lot fun to play as well too any other final thoughts this week i mean you're going to be hearing a lot of our voices this week so anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up i think i think that's it love let's take it home make sure you listen to all the amazing episodes and interviews we're going to be having this week on the show uh again we love what we're doing here we want to do it forever and your support means the world to us um because as always you can catch a brand new episode of our show every single monday and watch out throughout the week for everything we have dropping biggest thing i want to say is make sure you're following us on social media instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox at the movie podcast that is where you're going to be able to see Everything that we have planned to come out this week in the next couple of weeks, the next couple of years, that is where you want to follow to be, stay on top of all of that. Um, don't forget, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, which we're having great conversations in right now, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. <laughs>